Hello and welcome back to the Strath Sports Podcast. I'm Ewan Mowat. And I'm Fraser Mickey. Um, so the dust has settled on another Glasgow Taxis Cup. Unfortunately, the University of Glasgow made it eight wins in a row, so Strathclyde still searching for that fifth win. Um, how did you enjoy the day, Fraser? It was really good. I had the pleasure of being up at the hockey competition at Steps, getting to the chance to watch the men's and women's Strathclyde teams compete against Glasgow and GCU. Unfortunately, in the men's competition, GCU men's had to pull out. However, it was a, a really good event. The, the guys brought along their boombox, so there's a quite a good quite a good atmosphere up at the Steps Pavilion. Really good atmosphere, and that was just one, one venue of eight or nine that was used on the day. And, the main sports were taking place at, at Scottsdale Sports Campus and there's, there's a lot of student activity there. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be for, for Strathclyde, but the way things went this year with backlog of box fixtures due to the adverse weather a couple of weeks ago meant that we had to put off forward a few second teams as well. So um, not, they, they obviously went toe-to-toe with our counterparts at GU, but may have been just a bit, a bit too much this year and credit to, to Glasgow University of We've made it eight in a row, which pains me to say it, but even though we were only a couple of places behind them in the box table, I think in certain niche sports, um, they may have the upper hand at the moment, but in terms of sport programme, I'll put my money where my mouth is and say we're, we've got a better, bigger, better sport programme than, than them. However, Glasgow Cup d- didn't necessarily reflect that. No, obviously it's a shame with that, but you talk about the niche sports, and actually it was a good win. We won in one of the sports we did win was fencing, and that's yep. obviously... That's tended to be a Glasgow yeah. uni win. Yeah, so fencing, um, that was a, a great win from Maya, the, the club president, and the, the rest of the fencing team up at Garscube. To beat GCU and also Glasgow University on their home turf is, is some feat. Glasgow were missing a few of their fencers down in a box match in England, but they still had a really strong team out. And just the, the nature of the fencing rules in the Glasgow com- Cup competition, you have to have one beginner in your team, which adds a bit of a, a tactical element to it as well. So it was... It was really good to see Strathclyde come with the win from that because it's, it's something I don't think we necessarily won over the years, but a great win from Maya and, and the team. A good win there in the fencing, something we've not won historically. One that we have had a good record in, in recent years was men's football. Unfortunately, they lost that this year. They were going for five wins in a row, uh, which is a no mean feat, and they'd also won, I think, four in a row of the Freshers InterVarsity Tournament in September. So football's really had a strong grip on it, but what's been quite a, a tough season that ended ended in more disappointment losing to Glasgow. It really shows the, the strength and depth of the competition. Like the Strathclyde have maybe won these, these core university sports over the last couple of years. Now Glasgow are making a comeback in certain areas. Glasgow Cup, don't get me wrong, is a really difficult one to win just because of the format. So because you have to play a mini round-robin competition for every sport and you, it's not realistic to play two back-to-back 80 minutes of rugby, so we, we shortened the, the fixture to 40 minutes, so 20 minutes each. So it really favours the team that come come out the blocks fast. And Strathclyde Rugby, for those of you that go up and watch them at steps on a Wednesday afternoon, I'll be well aware that they are very they're really they finished really strong in matches. So perhaps the the format doesn't necessarily favour them, but we do have a, a really strong rugby po- program that's headed up by Will Yates, our rugby development coordinator. And I think it's some that's a, a sport that has really grown for us over the last couple of years, and just unfortunate to lose to Glasgow, but they're doing really well themselves in Bucks Premier B alongside Strathclyde, and I think actually they're vying for promotion as well, so um, a lot to shout about with student rugby in Glasgow. Obviously there's a big rivalry between Strathclyde and Glasgow, and they're always wanting to win, but it's good for the competition itself if they are also doing well. You want to beat them on the day, but you want a challenging match, and you want to be tested as well as picking up the win, so Glasgow are making a comeback. You still want to see Strathclyde fight them off, but a healthier competition leads to 
the teams themselves improving. And also a few other sports as well. That really strong performances in from Strathclyde and in the snow sports competition over at Bell Houston. Sam, our club president, done a really good job organising the event alongside counterparts at GCU in, in Glasgow and uh, came second in their competition against a strong Glasgow Glasgow team. That's that's something I definitely recommend getting up to watch next year as the snow sports is a really good vibe to it and they always have a, a DJ along as well and some real competitive races. Other sports that I got to see, I was based uh, just at Scotsdale, so as well as the men's and women's football, I went and saw a bit of a tennis, which was a, a win for Strathclyde. Uh, I don't know if Strath Union president Calvin was he involved at all or was he just uh, Calvin's a, a really strong tennis player I don't know if he'll quite make the, the big time in the first team however he's a, a really big supporter of, of the tennis team and former club president all the way up to student president now so our Strathlade tennis team are phenomenal both men's, male and female teams from qualified from the Bucks Scottish Leagues to the, the Northern UK League so they're performing at a really high level and some real talent in the club and they, it's, it's almost a banker for us every time it comes around to the, the tennis event in the Glasgow Cup so credit to the guys for developing a really strong competitive programme but also they, they're they really good at the grassroots side as well and they, they do weekly social sessions and touch tennis as well in the CSR which is on Tuesday lunchtime a real strong club in my eyes Another of our strong clubs, um, badminton your <laughs> old sport um, or your old club even, still your sport I would guess <laughs> but they, they won again um, so it's been a bit after a few, maybe not as good years as there had been previously, it was another strong win for them in the Glasgow Cup as well. That was was the finale, but there wasn't much competition in it as Strathclyde kind of blew Glasgow out of the water. Yeah, so the final competition in the badminton was Strathclyde versus Glasgow, and we had a lot of <coughs> spectators there for it, and the event was live-streamed as well online, so there was about 400, 500 people watching it, so it was a, a good turnout um, from student sports supporters, but Strathclyde team was just too good. We had... Alex Dunn, uh, I think he's a second year student at Strathclyde and who's just qualified for the Commonwealth Games and leaving this week actually playing first men's singles and in our second men's singles we had Ben Torrance who's a former national team player as well and I think he's in his first year at Strathclyde having been a full-time athlete for several years and they played a, a box match against Loughborough in the same venue beforehand and I think Ben beat the Loughborough ones player who's also the British University champion so it, it highlights the real strength and depth that we have again in, in Badminton and Strathlade and also in the women's team we have uh, Sarah Finlay and um, Caitlin Pringle and Rachel King who are all performed really well and I think the, the glory years for Strathlade Badminton are, are coming back but a great event to, to finish off on but I think the, the difference in standard between Strathlade and Glasgow in the Badminton competition was 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 much higher than, than previous years. A couple of the other sports I got to see, I saw a bit of the mm-hmm. netball that was a win there for Glasgow. Strathclyde coming second after winning a close match against Cali. That was in one of the games halls, and right next door was the basketball. Glasgow didn't feel in the men's basketball. Glasgow didn't feel the team, so Strathclyde and GCU were able to play a full match, and that was I kind of went right to the wire. I was interviewing Habby at the time, just kind of giving an update, and we had to kind of pause a couple of times as. There were some over-exuberant celebrations while we were trying to interview as it was a very tight game and a really interesting one to watch as it kind of went from end to end. And yeah. Did you catch any of the netball as well? What were your thoughts on I don't know. I didn't really see much of the netball. I only caught bits. I was roving. I was more outside than that and also missed, missed a chance to see the athletics. Uh, I'd seen them warming up inside Scottsdale Stadium as I walked to the football, but I think the nature of athletics races is they are quite quick and we kind of missed our spot in... Going and getting to catch some of that. If you were if you were running track and field, Mubs, what would be your event? 
I, 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 do, I go longer distance now. I've, I've been doing a bit more running lately. And I feel like those broad shoulders are, are set in for some discus or javelin. I don't know how you feel about that, but... I feel very yeah. uncomfortable about you talking yeah. about that on the podcast. If anyone, knows, yeah. if anyone listening knows Muggs well, he's got the broadest shoulders you've ever met in your life, and I mean, that's what makes him a more than average goalkeeper in football, but I do feel like you've, you've got a, fu- a future in the, the track and field events if you, if you were to turn your hand. Well, I think at 26, it's maybe the boat was maybe gone out on that, but you never know. <laughs> Did I always enjoy a bit of you If you were to do a, a long-distance or short-distance, what would it be? I would do long-distance. What, like 800, 1500? No, like longer than that. Like marathon? Yeah, I've not, not quite reached marathon list, but I've right. done, done 10Ks and half marathons and I'm stronger at that than I am at running 100 yeah. metres, so I'd probably go that. Yeah. And what about you? If you weren't if you weren't a badminton player, what would you go um, athletics? I reckon I would be, be an alright 400 metre runner, but that's wishful thinking maybe, so is, who knows? Who is knows? there any transferable <clears throat> skills from badminton to... It's not really, ah. not, not really throwing, you've got a wrist snap, but it's not really... I don't know. Um, who knows? Badminton obviously is the most popular sport in the world, so... Um, uh, yeah, I, I who knows? Like, is a uh, badminton is great in terms of picking up other sports like volleyball, for example, with the the spike and the smash are pretty similar. Um, but a real admiration for the, the athletics guys. We actually were down at Box Nationals earlier in in February and had the chance to watch some strathclyde student athletes along with Glasgow and Caledonian who are also down there competing. Just the sheer physical presence of the the athletes and the speed they can go at and the height they can jump at it's, it's really impressive and I think we do really have a, a good environment now at Strathlyde of like being able to provide a, a platform for student athletes to study but also train and compete and balance their 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 life essentially really to, to, to have a go at both and I think Strathlyde is getting better at it and I think in the years to come we've just actually the university have just hired a new performance sport manager Dave Sykes who's been here the last two weeks and real really really nice guy and meeting him over the, the past while just getting to know him and the clubs and I feel like we're going to take another step forward so hopefully this time next year they'll be talking about a, a Strathlyde win in the Glasgow Cup that would be very good one of the sports that was that neither of us got to see was the golf so that was out of Wester Gales which is Strathclyde's home course played starts at 9 in the morning so it's quite early it's quite tactical as you've got to put out four players against Glasgow and four players against GCU so it can involve tactical and where you want to play who do you want to play your strongest players against that sort of thing but Strathclyde did come home with a win and that as well and we're actually joined by Martin Friel, who's the golf captain and was there on the day. So he'll be able to talk us through the Glasgow Cup and we can just get to know a bit more about him as well. Paul Martin. How's it going? Yeah, good. Um, so we've just been discussing Glasgow Cup. How was it as an event for you? This was actually my first year playing in it because um, of my exchange last year. And um, in terms of uh, Straff Golf, it was a great day. Um, always good to get a winning habit back. Great to be part of it. 16 sports, so many athletes. And uh, it turned out to be a great great day down at Glasgow Gales, an even better night and wherever I ended up. <laughs> a lot of the formats for Glasgow Cup get changed just to get it to fit in today. What's the golf format like? How does um, that work? Yeah, there's a sort of chopping and changing with the usual rules. Uh, we pick eight um, representatives from each uni, four of whom play Glasgow Cali and the other four play Glasgow. Um, traditionally, you go out in order of who's the best but a lot of tactics can come into play and well certain uni I won't name them play uh, tactically in top load against our weaker um, players so to speak so we try and fight that against that and uh, it went well um, so we we won 4-0 against Cali and 
I think Glasgow just edged out two and a half, one and a half against us, but uh, we accumulated five and a half points, which was enough to win. And so it's a bit in that sense is it kind of like Ryder Cup, it's a bit kind of tactics. And do you oh. guys do you guys chat like obviously some of you are a couple of holes in, some of you are eight like a few holes on, do you then chat to work out tactics throughout the day as well? Uh well we can when we get when we get down there we have to put we have to obviously put our team in so you know who you're playing. But on the course, uh, there's a lot of chatting going on. You know how everyone's getting out on out in front. A lot of Raider Cup sort of fist pumping, uh, chanting across the course is good. Um, and it's always positive. Uh, in the halfway mark, you always get a feeder um, who was up, who was down. And then if you see it, the game's over, you'll know it. it's either 1-0 uh, to yourselves or um, quickly get your finger out. And does that give you a kind of a boost going around? For instance, if you know that you you need to win the next kind of hole, or if you if you know that actually you've got a bit of a comfort zone, you don't maybe need to take as risky shots, that sort of thing. Yeah, it depends. Like you know yourself in the game how you're playing, and but the conditions really do suit, uh, really do make up your mind. Um, it was a flat cam day down at Gales, so uh, we could just you could just fly for every pin. I found that in my two ball, uh, myself and my mate Rory, we were always on top and comfortable. And we were first out, so we knew if we could get two points on the board, it would be an easy day from then on. And you talk about you were doing the two ball, is that the format for all the games? or is it? Yeah, so you go, out, um, you go out in fours, so two of us and two of them, but you play singles match. Um, so really you know how your teammates getting on as well, and you can motivate each other. Um, and if it's going, if it gets tense, you can go into a shell where you don't speak to the other team and things. It's great. It's, I actually really like the format. It's different from um, golf outside of university where singles match and only playing twos. But it means you've got someone else to talk to if other people are being a bit competitive. Yeah, I definitely like. I've done a couple of wee golf trips myself just to kind of light hard fun things. But it's good working in pairs and your teams yeah. to kind of. Even though those were kind of we do kind of four balls and foursomes, so you're, and some of them and. Takes a scramble. You're playing each other's shots, sort of thing. But yeah. you're working with somebody, and I do prefer that just to being out on yeah. like one on one. I think. And I mean, we're, uh, the eight guys that were down there, we've played each other for three years now. So we've got our pairings and who works well together. A lot of sometimes people gel well in terms of pace. I mean, as I say, I played with Rory, who's one of my best mates, and we've played a lot of golf together. And up, but up until yes, uh, last week, we actually hadn't won a match uh, <laughs> playing together. So we had to break it up last week. Um, and it was good to get that off the back. And uh, going into some uh, big competitions uh, in the next two weeks, it's a busy week of, uh, two weeks of golf for us, and it all bodes well. So you're talking about you've got a busy week coming up. What what events have you got coming up? Well, as I speak, um, three of our players are playing in the West of Scotland Championship at Western Gales, which is our home course, so hopefully a bit of home advantage. I actually don't have any access to the scores yet, but I'm sure the boys are playing well. Um, so that lasts uh, until this Wednesday. Then on Friday we leave for the Scottish Unis Championships at Lossiemouth. Um, so a long trip up north for, for us. There are 13 competitors going and our coach, Eddie, also comes up with us for the week. Um, there's an individual tournament at the start and then it becomes a team event, which is uh, a real Raider Cup. Um, it goes into foursomes in the morning and uh, singles in the afternoon. We traditionally do well. This is our sort of end of season. We plan um, and look forward to this. And uh, last year was disappointing for us. We got knocked out in the quarterfinals. But previous years we had made the final, um, and we had proven to be the strongest challengers to Stirling. So hopefully, the same um, 
goes for us and we can get to the final and maybe even win it. Well, that would be an excellent win for you guys there. How does it work with, with golf being a kind of more of a summer sport and obviously the university timetable being September to April, May? How does that work for you guys? Do you have to fit a lot in towards the end of the year? Yeah, unfortunately, the conditions, especially in the West, don't uh, make for good golf over the winter. We start our uh, league matches in October and it goes right on to, I think, the first week in December. So it, we can be out there playing in minus five and in snow just to get the matches done. All the league matches have to be done before December. And even up until last week, we were down in Exeter in the midst of a beast from the East trying to get in some uh, uh, our Bucks Cup matches. As golf is a summer sport, we play a lot of our individual stuff during the summer and then our university team comes together late on. So... Uh, hopefully the, the plan is you're meant to improve during the summer and then bring uh, your good golf for the uni season. You spoke how you you and your teammates have played together for a few years, so what's your kind of career at Strathclyde Golf been like throughout the years? Uh, so this is my fourth year. I was originally a twos player when I first arrived. I then in second year joined the Golf Elite Athlete Programme here, which has been a great boost for me in terms of golf and also uh, that has improved our team success uh, massively and uh, we've become one of the biggest forces in uh, Scottish uni golf and uh, that's a lot is down to the Elite Athlete Programme and the work that's put in with our coach Eddie Thompson down at uh, North Gales Driving Range every Wednesday. What would you say to somebody that maybe plays a bit of recreational golf that's coming to uni, would you try and encourage them? Yeah, um, so it's, it's Strath Golf as a club um, has a number of events during the year um, for even non-competitive events for anyone coming. And I would just say get involved. Um, it's cheap, um, it's pretty cheap. We have play a lot of local courses and uh, you never know, you can, get, you can get your handicap down, you can enjoy playing and uh, you never know, you can come up to a winning lossy mouth team. Starting with getting the handicap down, what are you playing off just now? I am playing... <laughs> I think I'm two point something just now, two point six or three really, but uh, this is the highest I've been for a while. So, nice so as I'm you I'm now say- the highest in our team. <laughs> oh, so, nice. Uh, but you're hoping to get I that down. I think to be dropped. Hopefully, get that down as the season goes on. <laughs> yeah, the summer, a uh, big summer ahead. I mean, as I said, I was I uh, spent six months abroad last year, um, so I didn't play any golf. So last summer was just uh, a write off in terms of my handicap. So hopefully, I can come down, and uh, you never know, I might have another year at Strathclyde. And there you go. And you, I mean, you've started the season well with the Glasgow Cup one, and hopefully that can kind of yep. spur you on through the year. Yeah, as I said, it's winning is a is a good habit, and the Glasgow Cup result um, hopefully is the start of a few successful weeks for Strath Golf. How was your uh, your night out on Wednesday after the Glasgow Cup? Uh, night out was as good as every other night out. I, I think I bumped into yourself and a few sports uh, union reps. That was the, the... directed towards mobs. <laughs> Um, yeah, no elbow pointing in the room, um, but yeah, I ended up, as per usual, in some sort of condition and woke up in my mate's flat on the floor on Thursday, which is becoming a habit. I'm meant to be in fourth year now, I should really stop doing stuff like this. That's all right, we're all happy. <laughs> um, no, well, glad you had a, a good day at the Glasgow Cup and a good night, and we're going to wish you well for the season ahead, Thank you. so <laughs> thanks very much for coming in. Cheers, guys. Moving away from the Glasgow Cup, currently the nominations are open for the Vice President of Sport and Wellbeing for the by-election. Obviously in the Strath elections recently there was no one in the VPSW category, so we are, we are running a by-election and the nominations are currently open. They're open until Thursday at 
12 noon, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. So, nominations, if you fancy being the next Vice President of Sports and Wellbeing slash Sport Union President, then get to strathunion.com forward slash elections and the information is there about that role and what it will entail throughout the year and how to apply. I think there's a Sports Union AGM coming up and we're hoping there'll be some hustings there, so you would have to kind of come and say your piece in front of the your prospective members and they'll have a chance to ask you and the other candidates a few questions. A real fantastic opportunity for anyone that perhaps wants to work in sport or even doesn't. Like I said in last week's podcast, it really is what you make of it. And if you want more experience in business and finance and marketing, communications, then this is a, a role for you. And Habby's, Habby's really developed a lot in a certain area of, and particularly in marketing and communications, but the previous sports presence and perhaps taking something else from the sport development aspect. So it's totally up to you, really, and I'd, I'd really encourage any student that's interested in, in running for it, putting their name in a hat and coming and speak to us. I, w- I was also thinking there, maybe if um, they want any tips on how to run a good campaign, maybe not to speak to you. Don't come after to me. After you lost uh, in 2013-14 to James Reid. But yeah, no, I, I'm a real real big advocate of the sports president position and I'm, I'm real hopeful this by-election we can get a few candidates together and a good turnout as well in the votes. So we, we really need to drive votes when that, that opens and closes. I think it closes on the 29th, so... Perhaps that might mean it opens on the 26th. Uh, 27th, yeah, I think. 27th. So I think voting is Tuesday 27th to Thursday the 29th, so there will be a couple of days. And the AGM, as I mentioned, is on the 27th, I believe. Yeah. So that'll be right at the start of the voting campaign. We will be promoting it, just as we say, we want as many people voting as possible because that means it's more students are having their voice heard and it's a decision made by more students. Ultimately, that's what we want. We want students to have as much say yeah. in who's going to be running their union as possible. Absolutely. So last week after the Glasgow Cup, we also had the opportunity to take in the new Strathlyde Sport Facility that's across in the library on Cathedral Street. For those of you who are walking by on a daily basis, you'll, you'll see how impressive the structure is, but we were really fortunate as a team to have the opportunity to, to go in and scope out the facility and see the different eight spaces that Strathlyde clubs will have been taking part in from next year, and I think the provisional training timetable has just been released. So it's it's getting it's getting real. It's all you know. It's, I think it's due for opening in this summer. So students coming back after term will be looking forward to being in a new facility. But the sports union office, as you come in, is on the right hand side next to the a new cafe as well. So we'll have a new home for the sports union, and there's three different levels to the facility. And one of the most impressive parts of it is the twenty five meter swimming pool, which is a removable flooring which amends the, the depth depending if you've got beginner lessons taking place or you're playing a competitive water polo match so it really is a flexible space. There's also dance studios and SSPE rooms which combat clubs and dance clubs and the, the cheerleading club also have the opportunity to use and we can also host general committee meetings there as well if we really need to. And the, the sports halls are also impressive. There's two four-court sports halls with a really high ceiling. So those of you who are used to the, the low ceiling in the current CSR, um, a really impressive facility over the road. Um, but the, again, maybe maybe what tops the swimming pool for me is the, the size of the gym. So obviously we're talking about club sport and taking part in the, the, the existing structures we have, but a large part of university life is keeping fit, keeping healthy, socialising and meeting your friends. And the gym space that the university have invested in is absolutely massive, it's huge, and particularly the CV suite, there's the state-of-the-art equipment, throws walls, um, a bit of a, a running track as well indoor where you can you can tread weight on it, and there's a, a really good S&C suite 
for your conditioning side of things too so um, that's just a little bit of an update on how things are going with the new building but it's probably something that will become more of a feature on this as we, we look forward to moving over to the new facility and, but just from a professional point of view and working at Strathclyde for a couple of years it's something I've been really looking forward to and having the site visit on Friday really ticks a massive box and it's quite exciting to see that, that Strathclyde is taking a step forward and there's a new home for sport on campus. And so as you mentioned there, does that mean that the sports union is going to be moving their base, moving from the union out to the new sports centre? Yeah, so currently we're based on level 7 of the Student Association building. However, we do have office space in the new Strathclyde Sport Facility. So it will be primarily based there, Monday to Friday. However, staff, depending on their own work remit, will maybe spend a day or two in the Student Association. It really fit around the, the different services. So for example, we have the finance service will still be based in the student association so we need to figure out a way and how that will work and um, it should be fairly straightforward it's only a five minute walk between but um, there'll be more information coming out to all members soon about working practices but also working hours and where we'll be located and we do need to get a new telephone line I believe as well. And at this stage (coughs) as the lay person walks past we kind of see the building is going up but the rooms that you've kind of seen are they Almost ready to go, just need yeah, the equipment. So, or? for example, the, the sports hall, the walls are painted. Um, so the, they're painted a teal colour so that sports like badminton will use a, a white shuttlecock, you'll be able to see that. They're starting to lay the floor so that it's fit for purpose and it's it's, it's not co- concrete, for example, so the, there's no strain in the joints and it's quite low impact. Um, the storage space is, is quite tight, but um, it's good and it, it should be fit for purpose as well. Um, and the swimming pool, they're quite far along with that, but they've, they've got a lot of work still to do. And uh, the last bit I'll be, I guess, is the kind of making it look nice and getting the, the Strathclyde colours painted on the walls and um, the sign up on the outside. But I think students, particularly if you're you're based near the library, you'll, you'll have seen the construction over the last couple of months and how quickly it's gone up. So perhaps a little bit behind schedule, but not too much. And I'm, I'm sure they'll catch up in time for their deadline. It's been a long time coming. It's been planned for a a good number of years now, so it's good that it's finally going to get to go. And I suppose, even if it is a little bit behind schedule, yeah. as long as it's in place for students coming back yeah. in September, or yeah. the bulk of students coming back in September, that's ideal. I remember as a student, being at Sports Union AGMs, and there was always the request about the gym, trying to get a bigger gym, can we get more power plates, can we get this? And at the time, Neil Sturrock, head of sport, said it's, it's just not possible. I think they did a bit of revamping upstairs in the, the CV suite and made it a bit bigger, but in terms of the strength and condition there wasn't a huge amount they could do no more power plates so this will really give an opportunity for Strathclyde to expand the size of their gym which is obviously a big positive for a large number of students as that is a huge part of exercise for many people these days. So you mentioned in the in the space that we have the space for the cheer the cheerleading team to to get some of their practice done and they've obviously a, a club that's grown over the last few years and they're hosting along with GCU the Scottish University Cheer Championships the first ones ever that is this Wednesday, so we're hoping that we can speak to Fiona Bartley, Chilean captain, about that next week. But I think that's a huge step for them forward, and they've grown as a club, and now they're getting on to organising this national event. This, and they also they had a great performance along with their colleagues at Glasgow and GCU at the Glasgow Cup finale, yeah. demonstrating the skills that they have. And obviously, that was just a a small section of them performing one display. They have lots of routines and, as you say, the club has now got over 100 members. Yeah, so one of the biggest clubs in the sports union in such a short, short space of time. I think they, they joined a couple of years ago and already this year through Heather Martin they've got a, a club member on the sports executive committee so really um, getting involved in the, the day-to-day running of the the, the sports union, that corporate responsibility, if you like. 
Um, and Fiona Barclays club president this year, along with our team and colleagues over at GCU, have put in a great shift in organising the the competition this Wednesday. Unfortunately, the the original date had to be cancelled due to the the snow a couple of weeks ago, and it's been a bit of a struggle trying to find a a new date that everyone can get to. But I think um, the girls we've got a meeting later on today actually to talk about it. However, the girls have done a, a great effort putting everything together, and interested to see how things are shaping up. I'll be there myself on the day to get a to take in the competition so looking forward to it and I think it's also a really good example for other clubs to to look at to see what what you can what can what you can achieve really as a a member of the sports union and what um organizing national level events it's not beyond a student club to do and cheerleading have really set a really high standard now so I'm um, looking forward to to see what next year holds for them as well yeah I think from my experience when I started at university there weren't there wasn't a cheerleading club that kind of came in as I was part of the way through quite small I think they were quite well linked to rugby and but they've developed themselves and really shown a lot of desire in the last few years to become a member of the sports union they were an associate club I think they were just waiting to fulfill certain parts of the criteria before they could get in but they were always really pushing because they wanted to be members of the sports union they were really involved socially with other clubs and going nights out and come along in the evening to sports balls and stuff and they've always really been pushing to become a part of the sports union and I mean it's been vindicated since that they've been allowed to become a member because as you say one of the biggest clubs they're now organising national events and it is really a good example for yeah. other clubs as to what you can do yeah. I think they were they were shortlisted as well for club of the year at the sports ball it's a massive achievement as well you know it's, it's the biggest award for me is the club of the year so to come so close and they're in good shape for, for next year recognition so it's, it's really onwards and upwards for them but a, be- a benchmark for other Strathclyde sport clubs to look at in terms of club organisation, governance, making sure things are running and sustainability as well. So not only taking the step forwards, but also making sure that um, when you, when it comes to that handover period that you've, you're really leaving the, the club in a good place. And we always say if you were, if you were to club president and you are graduating now and, and you came back in five years' time, where would you want to see the club play? What position did you leave it in and what is your legacy? And I think that's a, for any club coming up to the AGM, it's pro- probably worth having a chat with the, the cheerleading club. Okay, well, I think that's pretty much it from us. We do have, as I say, nominations are currently open for next year's Vice President of Sport and Wellbeing. So if you want to discuss that, then come into the Sports Union, they can talk you through it. It's also on the website, strathunion.com forward slash elections. There'll be a bit on social media directing you to that as well. AGM in... 27th, yeah. So the AGM's on the 27th. We're hoping we can organise a hustings for then, and that is when the elections will be open between the 27th and the 29th. We will be providing you with this information on social media and on the website of both the union and the sports union. But if you've got any other questions about elections, the nominations, the podcast, and whatever, feel free to just come in and find us and have a chat. And we're more than happy to talk to you guys and get you guys on. We had Martin on today. We'd love to have more more students come in and talking. Hopefully we can get Fiona next week to talk about the cheerleading. And if there's other things going on in your club that you want to talk about, then please feel free to get in touch and we would love to have you on. Thank you very much for listening and we'll be going on SoundCloud and on iTunes so thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.